Did you see what she did? Oh my goodness. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome, friend, to a brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. I am your host, Laura Husson, and today it's just me. I feel like it's been a while since it's been just me here talking me to you. Now, uh, this is going to be hopefully fairly concise, this episode, but maybe. Let's see how we roll. I have something interesting to dive into with you. And the last couple of weeks, we have been in the promotion period for the flagship experience of subconscious pre-programming that I run twice a year called the Shift Sessions. Now, during the Shift Sessions, we were running some adverts. And those adverts, Facebook ads, I don't know why I called them adverts, sounds very formal of me, Um, I was running some Facebook ads to help people see the content and to understand what it is that's on offer and how the shift sessions gets to change your life. Now, if you need to know more about that, you can totally hop on the waiting list, but you can also go back to the previous episode of the podcast, actually two previous episodes of the podcast, and listen to some of the grad's stories. Now, I was just saying to one of them this morning, I don't know why I wait until we're in a promotional period to record these stories because they're so amazing. So obviously we have, last week we had John sharing his incredible story and I know that upcoming we have Shana going to share her journey. We've been working together for over two years now and I get to share these incredible stories with people. Now what the reason this is relevant is because when we were running these ads, obviously when you're running ads, you are running ads that are reaching a higher level of visibility than you would usually experience. That's why you pay money for sponsored posts, right? We want more eyes on the content so that we can go and have a deeper, wider, faster, you name it, impact. And in doing that, you tend to attract some interest from people who may not necessarily, A, be interested, B, really be taking any notice of what the content is and C, just be looking for something to pass comment, judgment, whatever on. Now I'm aware of this, right? This is, I'm not new to being an online business. This is year 11 or is it year 12? I guess it's year 11 for me of running an online business in one form or another. (sighs) It's been quite interesting. So last week, Polly, who runs my ads, sent me a little message and set in our team communication channel and said, um, Laura, how do you want me to handle this one? And sent me a screenshot showing the person who had commented saying, and I quote, and I will share these little screenshots in the show notes so you can see them, saying, Botox, sad face. You'd look much better being yourself. That's the most magical version of you. Now, Is she right? Maybe. Is she wrong? Maybe. Is it her opinion? Definitely. 
Is it relevant to what I'm talking about? No. (laughs) Now, let's be clear that the ads were talking about the Get Unstuck sessions, which was the free week-long coaching event that we ran before inviting people to join us for the shift sessions. And so one of these videos was talking, was going deeper into the questions. And we were running ads. What The way that it works, for those not familiar, is that we were running ads. We were basically repopulating the replay of that video so that more people would see it. Now, I know the name of this person, like not like, oh, she's one of my friends, but it's a familiar name to me. It's somebody who's watched my videos before. She's not brand new to my world. So this is not a random, completely unheard of stranger on the internet coming across my video and deciding, oh, there's a girl who's had Botox. Now, firstly, I want to be really clear in saying, does it matter if I or anybody else has had Botox. Now, in my to my, my view and my values are that no, it does not matter. You know, what matters to me is that we understand the why behind any decisions that we make. So what was interesting, really interesting about the timing of this was that, well, firstly, I want to observe the fact that when I read this comment, an old version of me would have reacted with, oh my gosh, and I'd have been triggered and I'd have wanted to react it and defend myself and say, I haven't had Botox. I didn't, that didn't happen. Now, again, while I will, spoiler alert, I have not had Botox. It's not about whether I have or haven't had Botox, whether I would or wouldn't. It's not a judgment on Botox. It's about the judgment that somebody passes without diving deeper without asking questions, without even being relevant to the context that's being shared. And this speaks to something deeper. So (laughs) I'm I'm trying to keep on one track, but I realize there's a lot here to unpack. So let's just roll with it and see what order it comes out in. What happened was, like I said, the old version of me would have wanted to defend myself, not because I don't think that Botox is a good thing, but because I would want people to know, don't say things about me. Don't make judgments about me when it's not even true, right? That would have been an old version of me. This version of me didn't really go there. Like I smiled when I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And the reason it's funny is because this summer, just a few months ago, actually it wasn't even that long. It was, it was September, September, I went in to have my regular facial that I've been having. So I've been having these gorgeous hydro oxygen facials, which I honestly, I'm like, wow, my skin has never looked better. They are incredible, non-invasive, and I just love it. And I was at one of these facial appointments and in my beauty salon that I go to, and the esthetician who runs the Botox clinic there at the salon once a month was in the salon. And so I asked, my friend runs the salon and I said to her, I was like, I would like to chat to her actually about, I just have some questions about, you know, Botox, whether she thinks it would work for me and, you know, does it mean I'm not going to be able to lift my eyebrows? Because that's my, that was my judgment, right? was like, oh, if I have Botox, because I had had my own insecurities around the fact that I have creases in my forehead. Now the creases in my forehead, if you look back through photos, this is the ironic thing. If you look at the creases in my forehead, they have been there for decades. They're there because I have lots of expression in my face. If you have seen me on video before, I'm always using my face with lots of expression. And so I chatted to her and spoke about, she was like, what are your concerns? I was like, well, I'm very 
fortunate that I don't really have any, you know, lines or aging anything around my eyes, but I do have these lines in my forehead that I would love to reverse the signs of those before they get too deep. So we had the conversation. I came home and I said to my husband, I was like, I spoke to the esthetician today about Botox and he was like, please don't do it. <laughs> I was like, why not? Because um, I know friends who have Botox and you would never know unless they told you. And he said, um, he was like, please don't do it. I don't want you to lose the expression in your face. I was like, I understand where you're coming from. I've just had this conversation. I sat with it for a little while and I did think I was going to do it. And in the end, I decided I wasn't going to. And the reason was these hydro oxygen facials that I've been having have really been absolutely astounding for my skin. And so I just didn't feel like it was something I wanted. But it doesn't mean that I wouldn't ever consider it. Uh, I might do. Now, the other thing that's important to know about me and my situation is that I am really anti putting anything chemical into my body. And it doesn't matter how it gets explained to me. And I've had it explained in lots of different ways. It just doesn't feel good to me. Now, I am also the girl who, and I know you'll be maybe cringing and backing away from your AirPods as I say this, but I am also the girl who's been to the dentist for a filling and requested no anesthetic because I don't like having things put into my bloodstream. I'm also super cautious about even the chemicals that are in the things that I put on my skin. Now, I really hardly ever wear perfume anymore. I wear natural deodorants. I am really intentional and picky with my skincare, even my makeup. Everything is a considered choice. And so the idea of putting something under the surface of my skin, like, oh, it makes me feel a bit funny. So that was the real basis on why I decided not to. And I'm not explaining this to you here to try and, you know, persuade you of whether it's good or bad. It's not about that. It's about my personal experience and how it's relevant to this comment and the whole bigger picture. So I took a minute to look at this comment, you know, oh, you'd look much better being yourself. That's the most magical version of you. It had a little kiss at the end. So I know it came from a place of love, but what was what you could feel tangibly in that was disappointment. You could feel the disappointment because her version of me is of somebody who just embraces her natural self. And the idea of the fact that I might consider Botox goes against that. Now, again, what was interesting about that, and obviously because I know me and I know all my choices and, and she may not, and you may not know all my choices. Well, you definitely don't. <laughs> so obviously I love having my lashes done. I love going to the salon. I love having my lashes done. It's one of my favorite things to do because pretty much when I have my lashes done, I don't really wear any other makeup. I feel really done when I have my lashes done. I really don't, I really love emphasizing my lashes. It feels fun to me. It feels like a, something I get to play with, self-expression. And the taking, the removing of mascara feels like quite a harsh process to go through. So although the lashes is a bit more time intensive in having them applied, I feel like I've got my lashes that I love the whole time. So I have my lashes done, which immediately is not my does that bring into question, am I being myself if I'm having lashes done? Am I being myself if I dye my hair? Am I being myself if I wear makeup or if I choose to change my outfit? Am I being myself if I laugh at somebody's joke when I don't necessarily understand it? All right, this is where it gets deeper. Is that the judgment that if I choose to alter something about my appearance brings into question whether I'm being myself is a big one. 
Now, just the day before, and the reason this was specifically fascinating, was just the day before when I'd been delivering one of these workshops live, there were two lovely, lovely ladies in the comments as we were warming up who I had my hair down and it was all curly. My hair is naturally curly. I've spent my whole life straightening it. Probably does that question that I, whether I'm being myself, if I'm straightening my naturally curly hair. In the comments, the conversation was going something like, and I only caught part of it, was like, oh, I love Laura's hair so much more when it's curly. And somebody replied, was like, oh, me too. I love it. I wish you would wear it curly all the time. And again, I know that this is said from a place of being a compliment, something that is really positive. But I was sat seeing these comments and I was like, I'm right here. Like, I'm right here. And it's so interesting to see. I feel like I'm really using the word interesting a lot today. But it is interesting to be on the receiving end or the kind of observation end of all this happening as though I'm not here to have an input or to be asked any questions or anything else. It was just a decision. It's feelings being expressed. It's judgment being made, whether positive or negative. And it is fascinating to me because of the work that I do. Now, we've obviously just gone into week one of the shift sessions. And in week one of the shift sessions, what we do without giving too much away is we really dive deep. Week one of the shift sessions is called Know Yourself. And we really go deep on understanding what lens do you view the world through? And we have specific activities that we go through. We have specific content around this. It really guides the process in a way that you've never really been able to see and dissect this for yourself before because we're looking at the subconscious level. Now, when somebody shows up online in any space, and obviously I'm using the example that's about me, this isn't about me. It's about how our online space works. This is just one example that kicked off the conversation. When somebody sees a video in their feed, and maybe it's not even a video, maybe it's just a a picture, and they make a decision, they decide that, oh, this looks like so-and-so has happened, and here are my feelings about it. That does not mean anything about you, right? It doesn't mean anything about me, that somebody perceived that I had had Botox doesn't mean anything about me. And again, if I had or I hadn't, doesn't alter the conversation we're having right here. What's interesting is that the pressure that the social media world we move in places specifically on appearance, on aesthetics, is astounding. And as the mother of a preteen girl, it is extremely concerning to me. Because, and we had this conversation, I did a live stream yesterday in the group. So if you're not in the group, come and join us. Come to thegetunstuckcollective.com. It's a free group. It's open all year round. And I went behind the scenes deeper on this just yesterday. And the bigger, deeper question is, what happens when somebody leaves a comment like that on a post, if they are not resourced with the tools to understand that that judgment and that reflection is not about you. It's about somebody else's perspective and expectations of you. And that's due to the unique lens that they have and they view the world through. So when we consider, and do you know what, growing up as a teenager and all the talk about like magazines and fashion shows and all of that, I never really understood. 
I never really understood when people used to say, oh, they're responsible for this and they've made this happen. I never understood. And yet as a teenager, I had a deep running eating disorder, deep rooted. Now what happens is if somebody makes a comment about how you look and my content is not about appearance, right? I'm not doing content about skincare. I'm not talking about makeup or products or beauty or anything to do with appearance. I'm talking about how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can live the life you wish to live. So you can free yourself. And because I've done that work, I'm able to know straight away that, oh, okay, her subconscious lens is showing. And again, that's not a judgment on her. No people, this is not about anybody individual, no people are immune from having subliminal messaging enter their subconscious and impact the lens through which they view the world. Now, when you start to understand that and you start to like really sink into it and dissect it, unravel, unfold, unpack, you really start to realize how important it is to be intentional about that. And so instead of choosing the option to hide the comment, to reply and be defensive, my reply to her was, I'm going to take this as a brilliant compliment. I've actually never had any Botox or anything done to any part of my face or body. Over the summer, I did contemplate it because I had funny stories about the lines on my forehead, which as you can see, are still there. I even had a consult with the esthetician at my beautician salon. Eventually, I decided it wasn't for me. The best thing of all is that when I saw this video back, the one where she's left the comment, I briefly judged myself for my lines. And yet here is judgment being made that perhaps I've done something that others would prefer I didn't. Such an interesting topic for discussion on perspective. Yesterday on my live, comments were made over preference of my hair curly v straight. I choose above all to focus on delivering the message and the work that I'm here to facilitate. And I choose to receive your presumption that I've had Botox as a compliment that my skin is looking youthful. All of the choices, all of the time. That was my reply. And the reason I replied like that was not coming from the intention to show her what's what or to put someone in their place, but it was out of consideration of who else might see that and who else might question, oh, Maybe I've had Botox. Does that mean it's bad and have all kinds of stuff triggered in them? Or maybe somebody else who is thinking, oh, I don't like this part of my face or I'm getting slightly older. My skin's starting to change. It was important to have the conversation. And I believe that on for the most part, that most things that are said and shared are there as huge conversation openers. And so I'm grateful for them. Now, I did not have a reply to that reply. Um, So I can only imagine that it either has not been seen or it's not of any interest. And that's okay, because it's not my job to now go and change her perspective, right? It's not my job to change her lens. If she wished to change her lens, she would come and join the shift session. (laughs) If you wish to change your lens, if you wish to unpack and really shine light on what is my lens, what is my makeup, then I would be delighted for you to get yourself on the wait list for the shift sessions and come through that when we do it again in 2021. So the takeaway here really is the fact that when we're making judgment, and let's take it right out of that context and just on a wider, wider zoomed out basis, when we judge something about somebody else or something else, what we are really doing is magnifying and showing the world what one part of our lens all right, this is one part of my lens and I am showing it to the world right now. 
Now, does that mean that the rest of the world has to take on the, the part of your lens that you're looking through? No, it does not. But what it does is it triggers people into, oh my gosh, which lens do I look through in my response to this? How do I feel about it? How am I going to show up to this? What happens next is dictated by the combination of the person's lens who is casting the judgment or making the assumption and the lens of the person who is receiving, reading, experiencing the judgment that has been made. So there's a combination there that we see playing out of, oh, well, this is her perspective because of her lived experiences. This is my perspective because of my lived experiences. How can we come to a place of agreement? And perhaps you can't, and that's okay. I mean, I do like to believe that there's always an opportunity to come to a place of agreement. Now, what I do know is that right now at the time of recording, we are at this kind of big pause in the US election. There is so much bated breath, so much fear, so much anxiety, and so much pain in the world right now. Not only in the US, because it's a US election, but it's felt all around the world, because we are a global community. Now, what I know is happening right now, when you go to cast a vote, the way that you choose who to vote for is conditioned and the outcome is wholly dependent on your specific lens. Now, this is a this is a whole, I feel like this is a whole other episode, which probably should be my hashtag because I probably should just call the whole podcast a whole other episode because <laughs> I'm saying this all the time. But when you consider, I know that right now, when you find out who somebody you admire and you find out they support somebody who's on the opposition side, it can feel really unsettling, really upsetting. When you come back to the knowing that they're doing the best they can with the resources they have available and the resources they have are their experiences, the subliminal messaging that is surrounding them in their experience of life. So what they watch, what they read, what they hear when they sit at their table and have dinner, what their friends say, what their colleagues say is all conditioning them towards a certain outcome. And you and that person have completely different experiences. Now, from where you're sitting, it may make them wrong. From where they're sitting, they feel really justified in the decision they are making. That doesn't mean they necessarily feel good about it, but it's the decision they can see in front of them. So it's so important how we understand that these lenses that we all have, you cannot escape having your own lens, right? Your own unique perspective. You cannot escape it. We have them, they're built into us from the moment that we become a being of, or a form of consciousness. What we get to do is we get to start to just shine some light on, hmm, why do I have this perspective? Why do I have this outlook? What else might be possible? If you don't like the perspective that you have, if it makes you feel bad, if it's holding you back in some way, you get to reprogram that. It's the best news ever. Which brings me to invite you to come and join us in the Get Unstuck Collective. We have these kinds of conversations all the time. People in that collective are committed to focusing on doing the work for themselves. Varying stages of the path, but all on the same path. And I love the analogy right now that when you consider that we're in the middle of a, a global pandemic and 
one the biggest US election that I can remember in my lifetime. And we consider that everybody, you know, you're seeing people say, oh, we're all in the same boat. And I love the metaphor that we're not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm or we're all on the same ocean. So we're not all having the same experience, but the events are the same for all of us. So I will leave you with that as your consideration. Now, we have so much more in store to talk about this. I feel like we're going on a little bit of a pivot here to go deeper. We've been together for some time now. (laughs) Settle in. We have so much more to share and I'm really ready to start going deeper with you. Now, if you are ready to go deeper, deeper, then you probably want to come into the collective and then grab yourself a seat in my Subconscious Transformation Academy. We can dive into some of those tools that I've been sharing along the way, collected in one easy house for you to access at the click of a button. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts? And let's be clear, I'm not inviting your thoughts on Botox. (laughs) This is not a um, for or against Botox conversation. It's a, what are your thoughts on people's lenses, people's perspectives, how they project those, how you receive them? Where is this showing up in your life right now? If you are listening and you're on Instagram or you are an Instagram fan, then please either follow or tag me in where you share this. I am at Totally Laura. Share me in your stories, share this with friends who would really appreciate this conversation. And I would love you to just tell me, send me a little DM and just tell me, what did you, what did you take away from this? What does this bring up for you? Where does this shine light in your life that you can walk away and just see what else is possible? Because when we ask that question, everything starts to change and open up. All right. I am so thrilled to have shared this time with you. Come and join us in the Get Unstuck Collective. I will look forward to approving your request soon and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.